Hello, everyone. Welcome to Popcast on the Rocks, episode 115. We're a podcast that talks about pop culture things that interest us, and sometimes there's whiskey. My name is John, and I am joined, as always, by Andrea. How is it going? Good. It's going so good. Apparently, I can blur in and out of motion. I don't know. <laughs> maybe, maybe I've developed superpowers. They're going to be very be appropriate for our topic tonight. <laughs> TV settings at home. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is very fun, Ellen. I'm enjoying this. <laughs> it looked we look pretty normal on my screen. So but you're right. Superpowers, if you have it developed, that will make sense for uh for later for sure. Because we'll be talking we all about it here. Yeah. Live streamed. <laughs> mm-hmm. Taking that V over there. I know yeah. what your drink of choice is for the week. <laughs> Just V. <Huh>? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um yeah, so later we'll we'll talk about the boys and we'll get spoiler about that um, latter half of the show. Before that, we have quite a few news stories to cover and yeah. um, see what's been happening in our weeks and um, talk about drinks first, though. And then uh, before you jump into that, though, uh, Renato's in chat. Oh, sure. And hey. uh, thanks for joining How us. Are been a while. Good to have you mm -hmm. back, sir. Well, Renato, if you're drinking anything tonight, let us know. Uh, maybe yeah, you've aligned sure. with one of the uh, holidays. I mean, there's many to choose from. So you could be celebrating August 4th, White Wine Day. John? Nope. Yes, no, maybe so. Okay. Moving right along to your next choice, International Beer Day. Happy August 5th for that. Nope. Nope. Okay. All right. <laughs> Even poker face. I like it. All right. Now you have a trio of holidays to celebrate on our next day, August 6th. We have, I mean, this is kind of like a whole like beer wine theme going on for the most part here. So yeah. we have IPA day, we have mead day, and then just throwing it all up in the air, mixing it up. We have root beer float day, which I will not lie, sounds delicious right now. Any That's of the three. I, I am yeah. doing part of one of those. Ooh, I have part 1919 of of root beer. <laughs> I nice. have no ice cream to make a float. Uh, uh, sad day. So, sad day. But you yeah. got in the spirit. I appreciate it. Yeah. And uh, Renato is also on the like no alcohol front here at the moment with coconut water. Nice. Well, cheers to no alcohol tonight because I have regular water. Wow. I know. Wow. I know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. Nope. Okay. Unfortunately, uh, my body has betrayed me. I have picked up a, a bug of some sort somewhere. Don't worry, everybody. It's not COVID. I tested like 20 million times. Um, but yeah, no alcohol for me today. I was worried you were going to give it to me through the screen. Via the internet. <laughs> Coming. <laughs> yeah. No, it's sad. There's uh there's some fun days here and not even talking about today yet, which would have been, I think, one of my favorites to do, International Scottish Gin Day. We we're just okay. talking, I think, the last episode about the uh the merits of a good, like just straight yeah. up old fashioned G and T, how they do it in England, mm -hmm. where you can kind of like like mix and match, pick your poison on what gin you want, what tonic you want, so you can really get creative. So 
Yeah. I was kind of looking forward to that, but sadly not in the cards for me this week. Okay. Yeah, I um well last week I also spilled on myself on my first drink and I just did the same now. So I don't know if that showed up on camera, but got rip here on my shirt now. Oh, um, I love it. You've been back to also <laughs> yeah. Splash. Um <laughs> I also have uh it's not scotch uh gin, but it is just scotch. What is it? I thought just okay. Scotch. I wouldn't show up dry tonight. Well, half and um, half. I yeah, dig it. You know, so I'm I'm going, I'm splitting the difference here on all these things. I like oh, it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When you do have two um, drinks, you always have like fun, different, like random stuff that you're doing. Yeah. Like the other okay. week when you were like, yeah. hey, I'm going to have like whiskey and like butterscotch and like, uh, like this other thing. And I yeah. was just like, okay, <laughs> I love Gotta it. Make it work. You know, I don't, yeah. I don't live across the street from a liquor store. True, true. You gotta work. get creative. Yep. Oh, Renato's asking what kind of scotch. It's actually the same kind as I had last week. Um oh, sure. but um it's this Polly's cask. Uh I love that yeah. it's just right there for you. Hey, I, uh, just like just keeping it in here now. I'm like doing my taxes and like, oh, just need a pull of the scotch. Right, need a little nip nip of the bottle there. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Double barrel age, Alexander Marine Company, Polly cask. Highlands single malt scotch whiskey. There's so many like names and things on here. So, but yeah, it's it's good. I um I defiled it last week, you know, with the with the butterscotch yeah. and like yes. Coke or whatever. So this week is just just neat. So all right, yeah. good for you. Mm -hmm. So all right, well, cheers with the water. Cheers. <laughs> Um, cool while we're going through our weeks and stuff, um, Renato, you, you were saying that you were at the Chicago Comic Con. Oh, um, cool. So if you have some highlights, some lowlights, or yeah. something like that, just throw them in the chat. And as, uh, you see as anybody we can fun, kind of bring them up, then um, we'll uh, we'll try to try to work them in here. Um, sure. But while that's going, how's your week been, Andrea? Been good, been busy, uh, gotten back into my kind of late summer sports. So been busy there playing some softball and volleyball. Um, got a new puppy. What? Yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> so yeah. she's settling in very well. Um, she was a little nervous girl at first, but I mean, you know, who isn't you know, going to a new home and stuff like that. So. She's finally starting to settle in. Everett is just like delighted, just chases her around yelling pup pup, um, which is <laughs> pretty great. hilarious and funny. Um, so, yeah, so we're we're doing good there, kind of adjusting to each other. Um, but yeah, as far as entertainment things go, I started a few new things this week. Um, I started a new old thing. So I started reading Knife of Dreams by Robert Jordan, which is like the next book in the series that I've been putting off. Um, because Crossroad of Twilight ended just so boringly, but Knife of Dreams opened well. It was like major character action, plot action, like stuff is happening now. So was very pleased with that. Um, so stay tuned. I may like do some reviewing as I get close to the end and I get back into that and we get towards the second season of Wheel of Time. I'll just probably have my head in all things Robert Jordan. 
Um, I started the webtoon that we've been talking about last week, Solo Leveling. Just got like two episodes in, so I'm not terribly far at all. Um, yep. But I mean, two good episodes so far and, you know, nothing's like turning me off. So excited to keep going and kind of see the magic as it happens. Maybe it uh, replaces our cli- the cliff in our yeah. weekly, you know? Yeah, I'd be good with that. I mean, obviously that's done now, so... Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll be talking about that in just a minute. But yeah, it'd be a good one to replace it. Um, in other webtoons news, I don't normally like share a whole bunch about like the kind of ongoing webtoons that I read, but I did want to point out uh this webtoon is insanely popular. Laura Olympus just came to its second season finale. And damn, what a finale it was. It was amazing. Even just like the handful of episodes leading up to the finale were just like so, so, so good. Major props. If you've not gotten into Laura Olympus, do it. It's really, really good. And it only gets better. Okay. So just cool. saying. I know it's like wildly popular, but if you're like one of those yeah. people who hasn't heard it of is. it, go read, go read it. It's really great. Um, and then for other things that I've done, not too much outside of what we're going to talk about tonight. Just watched uh, The Boys and read The Cliff and Maybe Meant to Be. Okay. All right. That's my week. Nice. Well, you know what you didn't bring up, and uh, R- Renato's comment here reminded me of it, because he said his cousin at the Chicago Comic Con got Rosario Dawson's autograph. And um, apparently she had said it was a religious experience working on the show or something. So that made, that reminded me, um, you had started Kenobi and stuff. Oh yeah. 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 Have you moved on and have you continued that? Oh my gosh. No, we haven't. Chris and I just realized that the other day we were thinking about something that we were going to watch and then. Oh, that's when we ended up settling on the worst option, which is uh, the Dresden Files TV series. We were we were like kind of cycling through our shows of like, oh, what have we started and haven't, you know, uh, finished up yet? And we were like, oh, we're like so close on Supernatural. We should really just like push through to the end. Oh, right. We started Kenobi. Like, holy crap. We just like totally forgot about that. So and then. We just like weren't quite feeling either of those. So then we ended up, Chris was like, I'm so curious. I have to watch this thing. And I was like, well, sure. I'll grit my teeth and bear it. <laughs> well, but yeah, now that now that he's watched a couple episodes. Yeah. I, uh, I got to get back to Kenobi just to like, see how it goes. Okay. All right. Um, you know, I just took a sip of this because the first time I just spilled most of it on myself. <laughs> Second time I actually consumed some of this 1919 rip beer. And, you know, it made me think for all the food and drink mass produced, very popular, widely available kinds of things, usually there is a uh, bespoke or like smaller indie something that's better. You know, if there is, mm, if there's a cheeseburger sure. and it's, it's amazing from, you know, I don't know, from Shake Shack. There's you can usually get from some place what you consider a better burger somewhere sure. from some indie craft joint, you know, or whatever. Sure. I, f- I just feel like that's a lot of things. But root beer, 1919 is just really good. It's just really <laughs> good. Like, and it's, there are plenty of other good root beers too. And not that I've tried every craft root beer available. Sure. But 
I challenge you to find one that's actually meaningfully better than 1919. You may want to challenge somebody else. <laughs> I, 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 in general, I challenge okay. all of everyone. <laughs> I was going to say, I mean, I feel like we all know how Andrea and Dark Soda ends, and it's not good. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, yeah, it's so all right. I mean, I, I can obviously, yes. I no, I can obviously have enough to like taste what you know it would taste like. But mm-hmm. yeah, Alan says shells. Bring up my weird allergies every time. Renato shells. says better than Sprechters. I I think so. Yes. Mm-hmm. But he's I'm never heard of 1919. Oh my gosh, it's not just a Midwest thing, is it? It's Alan. Well, he's Chicago. Well, That's Chicago's Midwest. in the Midwest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hmm. I don't know. All right. Well, anyways, that was that was an aside. Sorry. Um, I um, for my week, I guess um, you started similar things. Yeah, yeah, I did. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. The lines have been drawn in the sand. (laughs) Teams have been chosen. Uh, yeah, I did some of the same things. The soul leveling. Um. The cliff maybe meant to be boys, all that stuff, you know, watch for the show and all that. Um, been reading a lot of other comics as well. Um, yeah, Norse mythology, that. yep. So um this one here, I've I've picked up the first four, and um I didn't realize they're the first four of volume three. So oh it, it, it's fine, yeah. you know, it's fine, they're different you know, Norse tales and stuff like that. Right. I was going to say, is there really like a through line and does it matter or is it just kind of like, I don't think so. They're all interconnected and just like standalone stories. I think each volume matters, you know, the way this is going so far of volume three, it seems like this will, there'll be a through thread here or whatever, but But like volume to um, volume doesn't matter so much. Yeah. I don't think so. So, um, but I got, um, some of these covers, I got a, have david mack covers so i think they're really cool there's some variant covers um and um anyways i didn't i I did a little review short review on the channel for it i I, short of it is i i'm enjoying it and i picked up now volume one and two to actually like start over (laughs) and uh yeah i I just never get tired of those kinds of tales and it's fun to see it told you know or how they visualize it and each time so for sure um a couple different animes um the my stepmother's daughter is my ex so the first episode of that that seems good that one seems good so far um and then i tried the maid i had recently is mysterious because a lot of people were saying that's good but I didn't really think that one seemed like it was worth continuing on. That was only one episode, okay. but to me, it it didn't uh, didn't land. Sure. Um, Zom one hundred. I read the first volume of that. It's a, that's a manga, and um, it's by the author of Alice in Borderland. If you've heard of that, oh yeah, okay. there's a ne- Netflix Absolutely. show of it now yeah. and some of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's the same creator there. And I'm enjoying it a lot, even though I don't really care about new zombie stuff. It's still pulling me in. Sure. So, and then I finally got in a little more of Horizon Forbidden West. Yay! So, Go yeah. get it. Hopefully, get some more screenshots up. Um, 
of that and made some good progress in it. So yeah, that's been my week in entertainment mostly. Um, anime stuff I did and we'll lead into some anime news. Yeah. Um, Crunchyroll slash Sony. We're kind of getting this. We, we had this weird consolidation thing going on in the video game space. And well, I don't know if it's weird, but it's it's happening. We're getting it now in the anime space, at least from one company. So Sony had bought Funimation and then they bought Crunchyroll. That's all being merged together, Crunchyroll and Funimation. Mm. And now they're buying um right stuff. Right. Which is a retailer, online retailer for anime mm -hmm. goods. Mm -hmm. Out of left field. Yeah. For me. It's it's not a merger that makes natural sense. I mean, just because they're both, you know, dealing with like anime doesn't mean, boy, this like goods and merchandise and streaming service should really pair up. I mean, there's obviously like some potential there to like, you know, do like some direct creation merchandising and things like that. If that's like if they're going to keep their, you know, products like in, in the sense of like Crunchyroll will still make anime and Right Stuff will still make merchandise, but I'm not really seeing the the like logic here or like value add. Mm -hmm. Well, it doesn't bother me. This, I just don't see yeah. it. Well, so it's it was weird to me because Crunchyroll has a storefront already. Funimation mm -hmm. did. Crunchyroll does, and Crunchyroll has, a, I think, a pretty good storefront. You know, they have exclusive mm -hmm. figures or shirts they get because um, they're well known. But so it seemed odd to me that they need to eat up right stuff when they seemingly would have their own foundation to build off. Right, um, right stuff must want it must have been a great offer, I, I suppose. Um, some people are talking about so right stuff. Um, they also had a lot of like erotica categories and stuff and that kind of, mm -hmm. and that's going away. So it doesn't mm -hmm. fit Sony's image. So they're getting rid of that part. So a lot of people are like mm -hmm. that are, would be buying that frequently or something like that are wondering, Hey, what the heck? I've been a customer to write for right stuff for a long time. And now I'm going to have to find someplace else for whatever, sure. you know, but. Well, or this, you know, is the start of, you know, we saw a lot of reactive, you know, mini boutique um, or just like smaller outfits kind of spawning out of gaming mergers. Who knows? You know, this this could be like some very finite and focused splinter off of, you know, right stuff is like, okay, now we're just like this division here. Come to us. Mm. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting if they keep the website around or if they fold it in and just becomes Crunchyroll store or what brand right. they think is stronger or how I, I don't know. Just going to see what they do here. But um, yeah, I know it's, I know it, it's worried some people because it's not just like when you say erotica, it's not just like sex toys and stuff or whatever, which right. I think is part of it, but also just like very mature <laughs> anime and things. Right. Um, and um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, the consolidation in the video game space, I don't mind so much because there's so much, it's, there's so much there. In the anime, manga, all that stuff space, there's there's wasn't a lot to begin with exactly, you know. 
for video streaming providers or, you know, um, shops and stuff like that, that were, you know, reputable and that kind of thing. So I don't know, I guess I'm not upset about it at this point, but we'll just see what happens. So, yeah. Um, sticking on the anime train here, chainsaw man. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. If there's one thing I'm excited <laughs> for this year, I think it's got to be Chainsaw Man. Um, it's this, huh? Yeah, because I've I've wanted to read the manga a lot. I've thought about doing it, but I keep thinking maybe I just will wait for the show. So thus okay. far, I've been waiting for the show. And the trailer, they just dropped a trailer three for it. It looks so cool. You can it find looks, it. <laughs> it. It looks like the, yeah, right. Yeah, for whatever reason, I locked down but um yeah it's it looks like the manga they feel like they got the the art style right and um i don't know what'd you think of this trailer uh it looks like some crazy frenetic fun to be real like i i don't know anything about the story i've never heard about the manga so i don't know like faithfulness i don't have any idea like who these people are if they're looking right if their journeys are seeming you know even in this like minute and a half clip are seeming like on but it looks like fun Mm -hmm. yeah like gory splashy just like energetic fun Mm -hmm. yeah i have i have kind of high hopes because um you know like there seems to be we're getting more access to um not shonen but seinen so it's just a little bit older um category and so uh with Jujutsu Kaisen being done right now right um and I'm looking forward to whenever um um uh was that Hell's Paradise whenever that comes out you know but mm-hmm. in for right now this is this is the one coming that I think uh yeah, I I have just Excited. don't let me down. Don't let me down, <laughs> Mappa or whatever studio. Yeah, yeah, so. the trailer looks amazing. So all for it. When is it? Yep, October. Yep, yep, this October. Okay. Yeah, not far yep. away. Nope. Um, let's see. Uh, I see Obviously it. The right says yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's going in October. Chainsaw Man. Well done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well timed. Um, Sorry, Renato says what? Well, he says he says yeah. So I'm just wondering, like, if you've read uh, Renato, if you've read Chainsaw Man at all. Um, oh yeah. Or if you're just looking forward to this as well, in anime format. Um, but we got to switch over to some sad news that just broke today. Um, before we get into um, that was crazy. more stuff. So Olivia Newton-John has passed away at 73. Yeah, that, that I'm not going to lie. I yelled at Chris from the other room. It was like, what? Like, did not see that coming in any way, shape, or form. That just, I have no idea if there are any details or if anybody knows anything about what exactly happened but obviously you know i mean 73 isn't all that old she didn't seem to have any health concerns so 
I think it was well, a tremendous shock. So I was reading this Variety article, and they mentioned that she has had a history of fighting with breast cancer. So, um, but they said she passed away, you know, peacefully um, in her home here. So um, I don't know. I don't know if that's yeah. that's the reason or what, but but yeah, I mean, the world uh, obviously knows her from Greece, right? Um, that's definitely my and and it's like my, yeah, that's one role. Yeah, it's one role, but it, at the same time, it was kind of a big one. Uh, my sister yeah. and I definitely listened to the, our parents' record of Greece soundtrack a lot. I mean, who um, and then did it? It's like, it's such an iconic soundtrack. And I mean, who in their lifetime has not at one point or another done summer loving on karaoke? I mean, well, it's me, just, it's I, I a, haven't, no. But. Oh, shame, <laughs> shame. It's such a karaoke staple. I feel like all people have just, you know, just about done it. Or like somebody's just like busted it out at a party somewhere. Because mm -hmm. it's such a good like shouting singing we're we're partying song so yeah yeah i mean well I don't know. we're gonna have to initiate you john uh, uh, <laughs> i didn't say on the I mean, air john yeah 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 i did i <laughs> i have wanted to go back to a korean karaoke bar again sometime or whatever there you go there you go uh yeah, you don't I, even need I, to be good Renato at singing. Says, like I said, you can just shout it. it. That's the beauty of it. You just like shout sure. the lyrics at each other, and it's just like, who cares? Um, Renato says duet, and I I'm uh, terrified of a duet because at the Halloween party, it was it was bad. I let my sister down. I you too. I I picked a song. And I was like, <laughs> I am not holding up my end of this bargain. Like, <laughs> it's not going well. So no, no. Yeah, I this just is, this is a perfect duet song. Like I said, you just shout it at each other at the top of your lungs. It's about the energy because you're supposed to be like okay. teenagers, just like telling a story. It's mm -hmm. all good. My my go to karaoke song is "Y'all Want a Single" by Corn. That's my nice. My, that's my go-to. Very melodic. Yeah. Um, well, anyways, Olivia Newton John. Sorry for the family's loss here. Everybody go ahead and watch your favorite film of hers. Pop in that Grease soundtrack again. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Listen to one of her many albums. I mean Yeah. Right. There's a reason she was picked for Grease. She is a phenomenal singer. Mm-hmm. All right. The other big news, uh, this one's going to probably preoccupy a little bit of time here um, from the week was stuff going on with Warner Brothers Discovery. Yeah. So um, there was a, a conference call for um, like, I don't know if I don't know if it was an earnings call exactly, but I got to tune in to a bunch of it, um, took a few notes from that, and they were just talking about this merger because we had all kinds of things going on all sorts of shakeups before AT&T owned um Warner Brothers you know Cartoon Network HBO just like a litany you know DC of properties in the media landscape 
when AT&T mm -hmm. really is a telecommunications company. So it was kind of an odd right. thing. Well, they sold off a bunch of stuff. They sold this to Discovery. So now Warner Brothers, DC, HBO, all those things are under the umbrella of Discovery. And so it's um, Warner well, Brothers. Well, they're under the umbrella. Discovery. Yeah, yeah. WB Discovery. Yes. Yep. So, um, and they're making the play for, you know, to me, this is a fit that makes a lot more sense than with AT&T. And mm -hmm. um, they're really making a play to kind of cover all aspects of, uh, of entertainment. And mm -hmm. I thought we learned some interesting things from, uh, from this meeting. First, mm -hmm. I'll just like throw it to you. Like, what do you, I know we've talked about this a little bit, but what do you think of in general, what you know of this merger and what you've heard and like, you think this is uh, like a good move ultimately and like, sure, sure. Yeah. So, I mean, we've talked a little bit of before kind of more specifically relevant to like DC um, and the projects that are going on there. And now this is obviously a bit wider of a net um, the, on the surface. Everything makes sense to me in terms of what's going on here, except I, I was reading a little bit about this. I obviously couldn't tune into the call or didn't know it was happening or whatever. So I, I don't know what was said there. Um, there was talk about a major overhaul on HBO Max, and I wasn't exactly thrilled not knowing many of the details about that because I actually think HBO Max is finally finding its footing. Like, there were definitely some missteps in the early days and now I'm, I'm sort of like into HBO max. So I'm not sure what that means. Um, and, and maybe it's good things, but of course, like my suspicious mind is sort of like, Oh God, what's happening. Um, and of course, like personally, we just talked about the cancellation of one of our favorite shows on HBO max uh, raised by wolves. So I'm not exactly like feeling that part is off on the right foot. Sure. So that's that's one of my initial reactions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I if I had to guess, I think that, and to me, this is something they always already sort of remedied. But I think the reworking of HBO is two things. One, it seems like they're going to make less distinction between HBO the channel and HBO Max the streaming subscription service. Um, that's a we've talked about that be before being confusing like am i paying if i'm paying for hbo go am i getting you know whatever you know so i think kind of consolidating those things really making the hbo the streaming thing um mm -hmm. and then the other is uh the whole change up of not putting movies direct to the streaming service one of the things brought up in the meeting was big, big budget films, direct to streaming doesn't pan out. You may have shorter, yep. uh, we may have shorter to streaming theater to streaming windows for select films. Sure. But otherwise we're, we're going to the theater. So, and I think, I was, think everybody else is doing the same thing too. So that's, that's not a surprising move. Um, and yep. that, that's not something I'm terribly upset about. Yep. Um, they're talking, so they're going to be, it sounds like, merging that potentially the app as well. So right now, like we have discovery plus the app. We've also have HBO max, the app, this will seemingly go together one big sure. content pool, which I think will be a really enticing service because, um, 
It does offer a lot of variety for a lot of people. Um, And Discovery, I think, I don't know what their financials have been like, but they seem to me to have been offering people what they're like, be aware of what their customers want and are offering, Mm -hmm. offering that. So um, let's see, they're looking at doing a no ad an ad light and an ad supported tier. So they want to go in a three, kind of a three tier system here. Sure. And are they all, so here's, here's my question. Are they all going to be called the same thing? Because I don't need like HBO go HBO max and like HBO confusion here. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't, I just want to know what the frick I paid for. Mm hmm. I, you know, I don't know what their the brand is going to be. I, I'm wondering if it'll be like WB Discovery Plus or just WD Discovery or mm-hmm. what the name of the thing. But I think it will be one thing like that. You pay for that depending and you ch- pick your tier. And that's going to then okay. include everything. That's the way it seems to me because they just keep talking about consolidation, removing overlaps. and talking about the money they're going to save by removing those overlaps. Yep. Yeah. So, no, all for I, that. I that- like, make it easy for me, but just like if you're going to have this three-tier system, it better be super clear. Yeah. What the hell I have. Yeah, you don't want to go to sign you don't want to go to sign up and be like, "Okay, here's Discovery Plus, here's HBO Max, here's Warner WB Discovery Plus, and in each of, right. you can choose any one of those three and in any of those you can choose a different ad level right. or what you know like, like it could I don't, be I don't want none of that. <laughs> it needs to be one thing. So Yes. Um let's see. So yeah, services combining. The other big stuff that's relevant here is the, so they changed the name. It's already happened. They're making changes fast. They changed the name from dccomics.com to dc.com. They removed mm-hmm. the comics part. Um mm-hmm. So it seems they don't have a big, um, there's not a big emphasis for them on the comic book side of things, but they right. are very adamant that they are, they have a lot of great IP and they definitely want to protect and preserve the DC brand. They mentioned that a couple of okay. times. So they're very interested in and have very, a lot of confidence in the DC brand, but it seems like that's not a lot of confidence in the medium of comic books is right. what it seems. Uh, this is one of those things again, where I'm worried about this like word phrasing because protecting the DC brand to me sounds like endless reboots of Batman and Superman forever and all of time. Like, I don't know that protecting the DC brand means like, we're really just going to like, leave Batman alone right now and like go do somebody else. Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, I don't know. And maybe, maybe I'm just reading too far into it, but protecting the DC brand, like show me what that actually means and show me that it's not, you know, endless reboots of the same content, which not going to lie with other news that we have later on that I'm not thrilled about does not make me happy. (laughs) Um, yeah, well, I mean, so we're, you know, I guess I'm sort of burying the lead here, but, um, the big stuff coming out of this, that's been all the, the craze and the controversy and stuff has been about what has been left in and removed from the DC lineup Mm -hmm. and some of that. So the big one is the Batgirl movie, which is about a 70, $90 million project, 
um, which I guess originally started as a streaming film, was then moved to a theatrical kind of film, has been axed. That one, because that one is gone. Because if you said we have a lot of shows canceled, Raised by Wolves canceled, okay. uh, Batgirls getting getting canceled as well. Mm-hmm. So that was I'm sort of like the that. biggest news. No. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna straight up say I'm not happy about it. Um, I mean, Michael Keaton was gonna return as Batman. Like, I don't get to see that. I'm pissed. I don't. I want to see that. I mean, I know that's not well, the focus of the movie, but I was really excited about it. It was going to be really cool. I'm telling you, like, I haven't seen a lick of footage, but Michael Keaton returning was going to be cool. So I'm pissed about it. I'm also kind of like, I don't know, half curious as to why this decision was made because this movie was like about to be released. Yeah. Well, they said they saved. They weren't, um, they weren't like short in the process. It wasn't just like, we have a cast and we're just doing table reads and we're just building a set. It's like, no, we were like done and going to release later this year. So, so there's a couple of interesting quotes and stuff like that. And I don't, I don't have the number in front of me specifically, but um, they had mentioned how it seemed like they're essentially using this movie as a, as a, as a tax write off in a way, because the, they said they saved about a hundred and I want to say it was like $120 million in not putting this movie out. Um, mm-hmm. which is, which is, which is surprising, but it's all the marketing. It's the paying the actors, the extra, you know, if it does a certain amount, yeah. all those sort of things, you know, uh, theater deals, all that. So they're being pretty harsh on, you know, like we're, we're doing this stuff to cut, to cut money. Cause allegedly there was a conversation about, um, uh, Clint Eastwood's last movie and, sure. uh, call Comancho or something like that, I think. And cry Comancho maybe. And, um, they, um, they were saying, well, why did you green light this movie when you seem to think it wasn't probably going to make any money? And the sentiment was, well, it seemed like, um, we owed Clint Eastwood, you know, he's worked with us a lot or whatever. And it's like, no, that's, that kind of thing is not happening here anymore. Um, we're not doing this. You make something because even if it's not going to make money because you're friends with someone or we owe them or something like that. Okay. So they're going, um, so they're going, they're, they're drawing going a hard, hard line. So here's, here's yeah. my, here's my question then. Why are we not getting a flash cancellation? Yes. So other lines to go along with this. Um, if he, they said, um, let's see. So there's a focus. We're having a focus on quality and will not release a movie before it's ready. They said, we have exciting movies like Black Adam and The Flash coming, then, and we think we can make them even better. That was an interesting part. We have exciting movies coming, and we think we can make them even better. So that was really, really interesting to me. But um, yeah, that, there's definitely that makes, a... Yeah, that makes me nervous on all kinds of levels. Like That makes me nervous that like maybe Black Adam, who, which I want to do really well, isn't maybe living up to potential. I mean, you know, if they have to push it out to like make it better or whatever, I'll still go see it either way. Like do what you got to do. I hope it's great. Um, For the flash, that seems to me like you're willing to keep investing something that I don't think is going to have a return. 
Like, mm. is any does anybody care about Ezra Miller? Does anybody like? I don't know. Maybe there's like super fans out there who are like super pumped about this, but like, I don't know. After just like all of his headlines and problems and like, you know, just wacky stuff that's happening in his personal life, I just don't know that like Ezra Miller is a name that's going to draw me to go see the Flash movie. Right. And I and I think it's a pretty risky gamble to sink money into that, especially because who knows if your star is going to be able to do the PR tour. Mm-hmm. We just found another headline about him. Yes. So uh, those things, um, Ezra Miller has been charged with a felon, with felony burglary in Vermont, taking several bottles of alcohol from an unoccupied residence. So that just happened. And um, there's now a story out. This is courtesy of uh, Looper, I guess. Ezra Miller proved to be the true terror on the set of Stephen King's The Stand. Uh, fellow cast member is saying that um, he would act erratic and spit on people, tell offensive jokes about marginalized groups. Okay, I don't, you know, none of this is substantiated, but none, nonetheless, it's it's another thing. Um, it's yeah, it's to hard stab. to really feel any force behind like this is so untrue when you've just like read a lot of other headlines. Now that doesn't mean everything is automatically true, but it is hard when things seem to pile up on one another to yeah. believe that it's, you know, not. Mm-hmm. So my, what I've heard um, from people that say they have inside sources is that mm-hmm. the Flash movie is pretty darn good. And it's a fun movie to watch. That does have Michael Keaton in it as well. So you'll see mm-hmm. Batman back in, in that form there. I think I can't remember if Supergirl is supposed to be in this too. And supposedly she was pretty mm-hmm. awesome in there. So it sounds like of they don't want to get rid of this one because it's actually good. And if it's what they say with it being a flashpoint thing, they want to do a reset. They said they've hit a reset on DC. They've got one of the the people that helped Kevin Feige set up the MCU. He mm-hmm. left Alan Horn. He left and is now with them sure. to do a 10-year plan. I think that plan includes using Flash to reset everything because mm-hmm. it, it's their multiverse thing. Flashpoint is all about like going back in time and some of that. So I feel like they're going to use this to do their hard reset. So that probably sure. means Ezra Miller's gone after this. That probably means a lot of people are gone after this, but this is their reset button. And it's a way to kind of do it in in universe. That's my guess. Sure. It it just seems like a gamble to me on a company for a company who's saying like we don't want to make, you know, movies that nobody's gonna go see or like spend money that, you know, we don't have. Uh we are we're because I mean one of their things here is obviously cost savings. Like they're they're trimming everywhere, yep. which I get. Um, but I mean, if the movie is really good, but nobody goes to see it. Is the movie still really good? Right. But they're playing the long game. And if you play the long I, game, I get even it. if I get not it. many it's, people it's see game. this one. Yeah, it's a game. It totally yeah. is. But I'm just saying, like, just be aware that, like, it is a gamble. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. So you can, like, say one thing about one movie and say a different thing about another. But, like, I don't know. Yep. 
just it's not and, it's not quite if you want to use that logic it's not quite lining up to me but yeah i obviously am making no decisions over there at warner brothers discovery so well the other thing that's not lining up for me is because there's talk going around you know it's always like he said she said about what's good or what's not and some people are saying that Batgirl was terrible and others are saying that it was good and some people are saying that it's it's it was just as good as Black Adam and Black Adam and these are based on test screenings you know so I, right um, <laughs> I have so, no idea for, like, where I should reference this like I know yeah yes I mean, Black I know. Adam's good or bad or like right I, I know and and you I mean look we we can't really trust him because all just is it's like you know, it's, it's Grace Randolph and it's different people that have contacts inside and people that said they've seen test screenings. And so it's all hearsay, you know, at this point. Sure. So, yeah. And- yeah. It's hard to be sure of anything. I mean, obviously the only one that I feel like everybody was sure of this year was uh, Top Gun Maverick, which like literally every person I think that came out of those test screenings was like, it's amazing. It's going to do so good. <laughs> and then it did. Yeah. That's the only that's the only one I've ever been like, okay, well clearly like every person who's writing anything about this is just raving. So Yep. Yep. Um, well, this new combined service is supposed to start rolling out in North America in summer of twenty twenty three. They're hoping to have hundred and fifty plus million subscribers by twenty twenty five. Um Yeah. And um that's kind of a lot of the the big things I have some like graphics here of some of their brands and franchises. And you can really see that it is, they cover a lot of things. I mean, they're friends and big bang theory, you know, sex in the city for like on the TV side of things, you know, it's a lot. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they clearly have some big hitting power here. Um, and some big draws. It'll just be like, what are they going to do with it all? And what do they do moving forward? I mean, obviously some of this stuff that's on here is old. You know, I mean, the, on the TV side of it, like, are you going to do anything more with Friends? Are you going to do anything more with Big Bang Theory? Mm. Probably not. So, like, those are, like, your safe, like, you know, franchises that are core there. On the other hand, like, your franchise is up there that you have, you know, Batman, Wonder Woman, Superman, Game of Thrones, like that's potentially new content that they're taking a gamble on. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see what they do with it all. Yep. Yep. Um, all right. Well, the last little bit of uh, stuff related while we're talking about the content that uh, they're going to be producing, your uh, the thing you most wanted to happen so of all the things getting the axe what's not getting the axe it seems is the next joker movie also co-starring lady gaga i hate it and it's literally nothing. you're gonna love it i'm not gonna love it it's literally nothing against lady gaga or joaquin phoenix like they are amazing actors they've proven to be both amazing actors and great musical talent. I mean, I know I'm stating the obvious when it comes to Lady Gaga, but Joaquin Phoenix also. Yep. That said, do I think a Joker, the musical movie should be made? No, I do not think this should be made. And do I think that this crazy mixed up DC universe needs another Harley Quinn? No, I do not. 
So why, 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 why? Again, like you could pick any character for her to be, make her be another character, please. I just, I'm so sick of like the same people, especially when I already have like watched somebody do this character in present, real, recent time and do it well. Like I just, I don't need it. Well, I have to say, technically, we don't know that she is going to be Harley Quinn. But I think if they announce that she's going to be in the film and they they don't say, and then later they come out and say it's not going to be Harley Quinn, I think you're going to have a lot of people like, what the heck? We were sold yeah. this other yeah. thing, you know. I it's mean, you'd be happy then, I right? Like, but I would. I would. I mean, I still wouldn't be, like, thrilled about the concept of a Joker musical. Uh, just because I really can't wrap my brain around it, but I would be happier that I wouldn't have to be like, so what continuity universe are we even operating in right now? Like who is Harley Quinn right now? I I like to know who's where, when, what, you know, and I like clear delineations of like, if this is a Joker thing, we're making a movie right now about like, I don't know, a, pr- a time long, long ago or whatever. We're not pretending it's in the present moment. So. Well. I don't like yeah. the competing. Because now now in my brain, if it's not like a specified time frame or if it's not like clearly something different, it's hard to wrap my brain around the fact that like a Joker movie is being made in the same time instance where we just had the Batman released with a very young Joker. Right. So it's hard to wrap my brain around those two things, like coexisting and yet somehow not touching each other. Well, maybe they'll use a flashpoint to just maybe wipe it all, Although, or maybe they'll use it to bring these things in. You know, they're gonna true. I don't know, but they got to be careful about that. It's not a fix-all, and as we've seen with like Marvel's attempt to deal with the multiverse, you can't just like be like it's the multiverse and everybody's right. like on board you have to use it very sparingly and in the right instances to not just like wipe away all your mistakes or just like explain away the random shit that you're doing yep so i i will i will give them some grace if they're doing like flashpoint we're gonna you know use it to do a thing great you just can't like always come back to it yep yeah no i think they're that's my ranty rant (laughs) <laughs> yeah all right well we'll see what the future holds for warner brothers discovery and um indeed DC comics and the like until then we have a different kind of comic to discuss um some manhwa via webtoons format app service whatever the cliff We've been talking about mm. The Cliff. Um, we will be getting spoilery about it if this is something that you're interested in reading. Be warned. It is very short. The Cliff, again, available on the Webtoons app. is um, We're covering episodes seven through nine, which is the finale. Mm-hmm. Um, I read these quick today, and I thought, boy, I should have gone back and read the other ones probably to <laughs> make it you know, click a little better. Because it, it does feel like something that should almost be read in one sitting. Yeah. Um, what did you, uh, what did you think coming away from this with the finale now? Uh, I thought the finale 
couple of episodes had some really good twists and turns. It definitely left me hanging as to kind of the fate of our characters, some plot points, but in like a, I can accept that this won't be resolved kind of way, not like a, you know, there's, there's obviously moments where you're just like, wait, this doesn't even make sense. Like how, how did X ever happen? They were all, I felt like good cliffhangers that were leaving me being like, oh, that's so good. That's so interesting. That's so crazy. So I really liked the ending of this series. Um, even though, again, the panels were short, I felt that they weren't actually trying to do as much as the earlier ones. And so I didn't feel the shortness in the same way. Okay. So, so I liked the ending a lot better than the beginning or the middle. Sure. <laughs> now, did I understand it correctly in that the person that interviewed him was his friend's brother, yes. which he did not know. Yes. And that's right. that's my assumption as well. But but it's not confirmed. It's not right. totally, you know, we're totally sure about that. He could just be, just been saying he was his brother. But right. I don't know I don't know why you'd have necessarily the animosity enough then to go ahead and or, I mean, bring him back out just there. Like could be one of those weird like personality quirks where you you know i mean that's his job is to like interview people about their experiences he heard the full story um and was just like i'm gonna get revenge for this guy like you yeah, yeah. are an awful person you know what i mean like some weird sense mm -hmm. of justice that was just like i'm gonna get you i don't know people dress up and you know go be vigilantes in superhero movies and they don't have like personal stakes all the time so who knows? But yes, I took it. I took it as he was a uh, Gongsu's brother. I think that's his name. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, there's a lot. There is a lot that's not really said explicitly. You know, even even the death of his friend, we don't see a body. We don't know about or a body being we, recovered, right? Or do we? Or don't we? Like, I think he's that imagining so that. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. It was good, whatever it was, if it was a figment of his imagination, if his friend was still, like, stuck there, or if that was his corpse, just, like, you know what I mean? Like, that was his yeah. position. Whatever way that is, that was great. I did not see that coming. And how, you know, how harsh, throw the candy bar in a thing, so that's the, first, the last thing you see before you get booted off the edge, Spartan kicked off the right? edge. Right? Oof. Yeah, and then that, like, should I eat it? Did he poison it? Like, did he poison it? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yep. So, That's yeah, cool. this, this was a lot of fun. And then I thought the uh, the very, very, like, cliffhangery ending um, where we have the letter that's being posted or delivered. I wasn't quite sure, but it has COD on it. And I was like, is this a certificate of death? Like, are we supposed to take it that look died yeah or like was somebody just like planning to have him die and like nobody's going up there to find him right yeah i don't know yeah 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 i i liked that i thought all the like you know all the all the things in these last couple of episodes were just really great good storytelling yep yep 
Yeah, it's just something that I think I, my biggest complaint is that unlike other things, this one doesn't fit the Webtoons format well. It doesn't. You are right. It should be sold in a you know small manga thing or something. That's the you know, way it should be distributed. I agree. I agree with that. Yeah. So. Scrolling through the Webtoon format was not... Yeah, it wasn't ideal. Um, and I don't think that the Webtoon, like vertical format served it in storytelling i mean yep uh, the author clearly knew where the good breaks are but you can do that with any kind of format yep so yep that that wasn't yep. like this format specific yep um all right to the next manhwa in a very different tone and maybe meant to be um this one i got ashley reading it now she's a lot further than me <laughs> i want to just keep reading but um yep. you know so we got seven through nine that we've covered now in this one. And, um, you know, the honeymoon's so I'm gonna, over. Yeah, I'm going to jump in and ask you about your reactions because your notes are so brief. They're like two or one <laughs> words. And I want to know yeah. what you're talking about here. I want to know what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> you know, like, some of it's I, like this being this? sad. It's sort of like it's I think that was with... Um, Minchiol that was very like we're getting a little bit more of his past and then how she ghosted him you oh, know how yeah. she was getting yeah. to the point where she just was thought that she needed to be at a certain age and I can't have friends with boys now or something I can't be friends with right. boys and so right. just not returning the calls and how he remembered this stuff and then with his weird weirdness took things to heart like he wasn't oh you don't I thought you didn't like to be called you know weird Weird assumptions. Um, right. So, right. yeah, that was sad. But probably, yeah, I agree with you. Um, it's kind of sadly self-protective. He probably, you know, on some level can yeah. admit to himself that, like, she ghosted him and she was just caving to peer pressure of, like, oh, I don't want to be teased, so I'm just going to, like, not hang out with him anymore. Um, and then, yeah, he just sort of interprets that, oh, maybe she just doesn't like to be called. Yeah, I... Those panels were really sad. Um, yep. I mean, I get it. Kids are dumb. You know, it's hard at certain ages. Not impossible, but it is hard, you know, to avoid falling victim to that kind of, like, desire to not be teased about your friendships with the opposite sex or whatever. Or kind of anything. So, yep. yeah. Um, yeah, we get to see more of, um, like how they communicate or don't and the, the clashing personalities, the, you know, I'm waiting for you to, to come home to eat and let's drink, but he doesn't drink, you know, and um, they're just so, so different, radically different. Yeah. Um, she steals hope, his glasses uh, and teases him. Yeah. I hope it's being on the cooking thing. I hope she learns how to cook because if you don't like a chicken protein shake, then go make something, girl. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, yep. that he's he's not he doesn't have any incentive really to change. So yeah, and you don't have to drink a chicken protein shake if you don't want to. Just yep. go learn to cook, especially if she's not going to have a job. Like, you have time to do it. Yep. Yeah, Renato's in all caps chicken protein shake. That's right. Drink it down. <laughs> Drink it down. Good for all times of the day. 
um i i i i feel like if this story is done well it's going to be a good tale of you know two people just making each other better learning to compromise you know and um it could be a lot of fun and keep interspersing the moments where they like see each other as more than like contractual uh obligations we actually don't know if uh mean sees her this way yet or not if we've had right. that at all but we right. know it, we because yeah. we see it from her eyes you know yeah we get that every mm -hmm. once in a while where yeah he takes off his glasses he's right over and stuff and so whoa i see you in a different light so yeah those kinds yep. of moments in the heart <laughs> flutters um yeah. i will i want to go back to your point about you know I agree with the fact that this webtoon, if done well, could be about two people thrown together, making each other better. I feel like I've gotten some steps from Minchiel. I need at least one from Gia. Mm -hmm. Because we've we've seen her internal trying to be better. And and I yes. totally get that and support it, but she needs to like show it. There was a moment, you know, where she was like, I'm going to tell Minchil I'm sorry. Like, I went too far. I got drunk. Like, I stole your glasses. It wasn't cool. And then she chickens out by meowing. Yeah. Because she yep. just can't make herself, for some reason, say, I'm sorry. And mm -hmm. fine, it's hard. But, like, uh, he's he's trying. Like, he saw that you weren't happy about his chicken shakes. So he got you the chicken feet. You know, yep. he was, like, making a gesture. He wanted to talk to you about the issues so yeah yep so i just feel like i need i need parallel character growth now but i think if that happens you're right this will be continue to be really good yep yep i agree so yeah i am i'm excited for uh for continuing on mm -hmm. um yeah i thought we were gonna they're... catch up soon but it seems like they were releasing fast i don't know is yeah 17 still, of them yeah, or something I still have a lot of unread and I, I thought I was getting close to knocking it down. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's cute. I love that they're still doing some kind of very like tropey classic things. Like now in these next episodes, you know, his boss decides like, well, you know, you haven't really told me about your marriage. So we're going to have a housewarming party for you. Like, yeah. And we're going to like put you on the spot. So now they have to come up with like a cover story and they're going to have to act all lovey dovey or at least, you know, <laughs> yeah. Friendly yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> with each other in front of his coworkers. So there's going to be like some, oh, situational thrown together. So mm -hmm. it could be fun. Yeah. There's some of that in, uh, in Spy Family that was a lot of fun. So mm -hmm. I look forward to that same kind of thing here for sure. Yep. So. All right. Well, that's been our weekly webtoons, The Cliff and Maybe Meant to Be. The Cliff is all wrapped up and Maybe Meant to Be continues. Possibly next week we add in uh, solo leveling. So we'll see. Let us know if you're enjoying this segment. Um, the Boys. So we're going to get spoilery now about The Boys season three episodes five and six um taking these two episodes at a time um the next time we do this will be the finale so we're getting there but we're on five and six now so again spoiler warning for these two episodes and everything that has come before in the boys mm -hmm. so um 
it's interesting that you had actually mentioned the other week that you can you were kind of interested in reading the comic that this was based mm-hmm. upon and um Ashley had said that too actually so we've got the volume 1 omnibus on its way oh, for nice. this so um we'll see what uh Ashley will probably read that before me so we'll see what what she thinks of it so yeah i'd love to know yeah um all right episode 5 Mm-hmm. What'd you think? Oh man. I mean, I just I like just watched this and I'm still like, what there was a lot happening in these two episodes, which is good. I'm glad that we're moving forward in some major plot points, but um, yeah. So we're we're coming off a huge, huge moment where We've just met Soldier Boy for the first time in Russia. Found out he potentially has a superpower that takes away superpowers from others. And we're we're getting it confirmed in this episode as everybody is still kind of freaking out about Kimiko um, and the injury she, she sustained from him. And the fact that like maybe her powers are gone forever, temporarily. We're not sure. Um, so right. that was kind of a a scramble to catch back up with at the beginning there. Um, and I felt like the opening was disjointed actually in a really great way. Like the team was all disjointed. Like MM was just like watching the news, just pissed Frenchies with Kimiko trying to like, you know, hope that whatever slapdash care they've given her so far is holding her together. Butcher's like, we need a plan. Huey's just like heaving his guts out. Like everybody's just all over the place in a mess. Um, and I really felt like that was very metaphorical for where the boys are at right now. Sure. Yeah. Um, I was telling Ashley about this today. It's like, I don't know if you feel this way at all or not, but I never am excited to watch the boys. Like I am, I literally watch the boys because we're watching on this show Okay. Then I'm what then I watch the episode and I inevitably get drawn in. So like there clearly totally. is a quality okay. that they have where I just I'm yeah. not excited to watch this. I have to make myself to do it. But when I do sit down and watch it, I'm like, okay, there's always something compelling to yes. like make me I always that. yes. No, I totally agree with that. Um because Chris actually suggested the other day that we watch the boys and I was like, mm, feeling mad. Um, totally feel that what you're saying. Like it's it's mm. really hard to just be like, we're gonna watch the boys now. Like mm-hmm. I'm excited to sit down and do it. And then yeah, once we start, there's something compelling, magnetic. There's just something so outlandish that like I'm just drawn into commenting or like I have to say something. And then Chris and I start like a back and forth. And then there's an energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's. It's a very strange show that way where once you've yeah. started, you need to watch it because something crazy is happening mm-hmm. or something that you like, have an opinion about. Mm-hmm. I don't know what, I don't know, maybe it's like the weight of the real world, world allegories, or maybe it's the like sure. how gross some things are that just make me not like, again, we got more octopus sex. I'm just like, <laughs> oh, God, 
Dang it. Oh, I don't Chris, want to see Chris this. Chris totally called it. Chris totally called it. I was like, no. And he totally was. Oh, Renato says uh, love sausage. Yeah. MM opening the closet. Sausage. Just like, boosh. Just, yeah. oh my God. Like, uh, I'm not asking yeah, poor, for this. Poor MM in his jacket, man. That was a nice jacket. I yeah. get why he's pissed. I know. Right. So, uh, yeah. Renato says we gun fight after, <laughs> after we said it's, struggle to watch sometimes or whatever or to to, to start it up um yeah well i don't know I, I think it's i think it's certain beats too there have been i think storylines where i was more invested because i didn't feel like we were going to go to that crazy gross place and i think season three has had just like some extra stuff like yeah i mean by now if you haven't heard about it sorry it's in the first episode the giant penis that like everybody was talking about do you know what i mean mm -hmm. like everyone was like Exploding oh that scene that scene that scene and i was like oh my god i don't need, i don't know if i even want to start this mm -hmm. like i don't i don't know if i want to <laughs> see that scene um and then of course like things happened where i was just like oh it's so good and like fine like you know we had a small character climbing inside a penis and exploding out but i got past it because other things were so good and sometimes yeah. I worry that like the other things aren't going to offset the gross weirdness. Yeah. Right. Like yep. hero gasm that was happening here. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Was things going to offset that? Did I really need to see, you know, a camera that was in a toilet taking people, <laughs> taking shots of people's butts? Like, yeah. I don't know that I did. Yeah. Uh, no, luckily I... there were other things that were worth it, but yeah, man. Sometimes you're just like, oh, I don't know if I want to see that. My fear is, uh, is two things. One is right. The, all that gross that doesn't really add anything for me, you know, mm -hmm. um, it's just gonna, they're going to always try to themselves constantly. Yeah. And it's just going to be this shock value kind of thing. Game of Thrones was criticized of this, like trying to put in sex things for, shock value and like just to draw people in with that just right. uh, not being necessary and right. whatever how we feel about shocking, that but individually make it sense. yeah right. make it shocking but make it make sense that's all mm -hmm. and the second thing is like and i was wondering if i had missed this and it's always been this way or if it's just like more noticeable now and more uh spoken about but is the this it used to be to me that they would be a little more intelligent with their um comparisons to real to the real world to their allegories and stuff in this season in particular it seems we're just like lifting things and putting yes. them in here so we're I taking so we talked about before the soda ad literally just like plop in this up in here we had the uh singing uh oh my god the song yeah the celebrity Imagine. singing the song yeah, yeah. And, you know, and like these things can be funny, but it's, it's not original and we're not, right. we're not taking, instead of taking something and making it in this world, we're just moving it in now, you know, names yeah. of names of things, organizations, people, as opposed to like creating a made up one and then letting people draw comparisons where they feel, where they feel it, it makes people think you're just dropping right. in things right. from the real world and to me it's uh it takes away some of its thought-provoking nature and right. uh they're just if going for a kind of it. yeah right 
Yeah. I, yeah, I, I agree that now that, that the, especially like the Imagine song was in here, I really thought the Pepsi ad correlation with A-Train's like soul drink or energy soul, whatever, was funny. It was very Mm -hmm. funny because it was so like, it's a shot for shot remake. Oh my God, that's hilarious. And like, oh my God, it's still so bad. I totally forgot about this. But then, like, doing the Imagine song on top of that, like, you couldn't even pick a different song. Like, I really, I don't care if you, like, poke fun at that because it's, like, a funny moment where we're like, oh, my God, remember when that happened? Oh, that was so cringe. But, like, you know, at least, like, try to cover it up with, like, something a little different. Because, yeah, if, if I just, like, am immediately drawing the parallel because it's the exact same thing, what what do I have to think about then? I can just be like, yeah. oh, that's uh, that's that happening. That's this person. That's a character. Like, good. I I am, you know, at the skill level of a six-year-old. I can identify things. Yeah. But I'm not making yeah. any, like, interesting, like, conclusions or interesting thought processes by just watching the same thing that I see in the real world. Yep. Yep. And Renato says, he looks at the show as a kind of holding a mirror to us. And I, I I understand that, yeah. but that mirror doesn't have to be. It can be a it can be a funny mirror, it can be a warpy mirror. It doesn't have to be, sure. you know, a mirror accurate. Because yeah, just or, um, or or again, like pick and choose smaller things. I mean, I think yeah. there's a lot of mirroring happening at a lot of levels, and it does become overwhelming to just feel like there like the creative story is getting maybe a little bit subsumed by the fact that we are just mirroring reality. Right. Because like the, the thing that's going on with soldier boy is really interesting to me. Um, and like the, the storyline of like, you know, him and Homelander and like, who's the OG, who's like the upgrade or like the sad sequel or like this fight, like, you know, the, butcher and huey versus like starlight and mm that's coming out of like how far do you go if you're you know doing what you think is right or even if you're just trying to get revenge if you're trying to work out some demons if you're trying to you know make somebody confront their own wrongdoings like these questions are all really interesting but yeah they're they're getting a little bit subsumed by um direct analogs to events that are currently happening I'll agree with that. Yep. Um, the other thing I think that maybe, I guess there's a third thing I suppose is um, mm. I don't like almost anyone. I like Kimiko <laughs> and Frenchie. I, I like them a lot, even though I want to see this Frenchie is a pet thing go away and be resolved, you know, like, yeah, it was fun at first. To some, yeah. It's like, it's looking sad now. Too pathetic. Yeah. So yep, I agree. he needs to like fix that, you know, little, a- little Nina was a, a character I thought was going to be really fun. And I'm kind of turning out to be disappointed by, it. um, like I thought, you know, her past with Frenchie was going to be maybe a little bit more mysterious or, you know, just a little bit more push and pull rather than her just being like, you're a little, yeah, like you're a little pet who follows its owner everywhere. And yeah. You're so sad and pathetic and you like what I do to you. I really thought like her and Butcher were maybe going to like go at each other in some yeah. fashion or like maybe have sex with each other. I don't know the way they were talking. Yeah. 
Um, I was very interested to see how that was going to play out. And then the show took like a hard right on her character and Butcher's. So. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Sorry, I like co-opted uh, your point there. Keep going. No, no. No, it's just, it, it, I like those two, you know, and uh, Renata mm-hmm. brings up M.M. And I love um, M.M. M.M. I, has been until I think this season, the, uh, one of the characters, like the Touchstone. He's been able to keep his cool. He's been logical a lot of the time. He's been the voice of reason a lot. And in this season, he hasn't. Now, I understand they're trying to make that because he's like personally, emotionally invested now. It's making him really stupid. And so, I mean, he wants to sit and he wants a fist fight now with, uh, um, what's his name? Soldier with uh, Soldier Boy. What are you going to do here? What are you doing here? He's he's not thinking anymore. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, uh, I agree that that isn't a smart decision, but he clearly feels it's what's necessary to address the trauma that's kind of ruled his life and i mean maybe he deserved the chance to do something i mean something more than throw like a gas grenade or a gas bomb or whatever it was at soldier boy um which which was even though i don't love soldier well i kind of love soldier boy i don't know back and forth love hate um was a cool moment when he just like inhales it blows it out yes yes Dang, that was cool. That was cool. Um, yep. But yeah, I mean, maybe he deserves the chance to just like say, you know what? I faced him and I said the thing I wanted to say. And even if he punched me so hard, all my teeth fell out. Maybe he doesn't have his like OCD anymore. Maybe sure. he's not afraid. Maybe he doesn't wake up at night. Maybe he can spend time with his daughter because, you know, he doesn't have to go out and say like, I have to, you know, do this thing and that thing to make sure Soldier Boy doesn't come kill my family. I don't know. I think that was one of the things I actually got frustrated with these last couple of episodes was people making decisions for other people and trying to protect mm. them. Um, well, like Butcher, Butcher was just, yeah, Butcher was uh, to stay on MM for just a second. Butcher completely just like shut down anything that MM wanted to do and just was like, it's for your own good. Maybe right. so, maybe not. Like, kind of feels like. Butcher maybe sort of halfway was like, it's sort of for your own good. And also like, I really just want him to kill Homelander. Mm-hmm. Huey very obviously making choices for Starlight and being like, I have to save you. I have to protect you. Like I need to do these things was clearly all about him. Nothing about her. Yep. So that, I under- that I understand. Theme, I was just like, ugh. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I understand the way Huey feels, but if you can't, if that is the way you feel and you can't handle that dynamic, then you, you can't be in that relationship. You know, mm-hmm. if you can't handle that sort of power dynamic or whatever, where, yeah, you're going to be in these dangerous situations and your girlfriend's going to be saving you all the time. If you can't handle that, then you just, you got to face up to that and move on. You know, like if the relationship isn't for you, then it's not, it's not fitting. Right. So, right. Because otherwise it just looks really bad. Like you can just like face it or you just look really pathetic. Right. Yeah. I, uh, I was very disappointed in Huey. I mean, his characters just seems to be falling further and further this season out of likability or in some cases, reasonability. 
uh, because he's very, very obsessed with this idea of saving Annie and like, I don't know, evening out the score. And I'm just sort of like, maybe you need to take a beat and figure that out. Maybe it's like some trauma that you haven't addressed with your old girlfriend who got killed by A-Train. And I mean, that piece was kind of nice to see brought back in these couple of episodes where Huey did get a chance to like face off and tell A-Train, like, listen, you never said you were sorry. Like your apology, your statement, it was all bullshit. And A-Train shocked the hell out of me by actually saying sorry. Yeah. Like he, he grew and he was like, this happened to me. I get it now in a way that I didn't before. And I was shitty and I was wrong. Yeah. I was, that was very surprising. Yeah. Huey just couldn't even deal with that. Couldn't even accept that little like moment. Had to punch him in the face. Cause he didn't really want that anymore. Nope. Cause he, he is over it now. He just, he's just tired of feeling weak, which I get, you know, any, if anyone had that, the offer to have the superpowers thrown in front of you, a lot of people are going to take it because, you know, a lot of people are feeling over their normal lives without superheroes being present, powerless in their own life. So they're going to take it yeah. to feel now. If, if you change your normal person's life and you do have superheroes all over the place and maybe you know them and you're, you know, intertwined with them a lot. That's a that's a tough thing to deal with, you know, for sure. You know, it's um, so. I get it. And people can have their moments of weakness for sure. But if you want to have a character that we, we, uh, you know, have interest in and we like, they need to be moments of weakness, not like massive character flaws. You know, it's like if someone is, you know, a a fit person, you know, triathlon, whatever, and then they become paralyzed or something that's incredibly difficult to deal with. Obviously, your life has changed now. You now have so much less power over normal daily things that you than you did before. And so people are going to handle that differently. And some people are going to handle that well, at least publicly facing, and others are going to have a lot harder time. And so I think the same kind of thing can be said here for someone that feels disabled constantly around everyone and useless. And so I get these things, but, you know, again, they need to be moments of weakness, not giant character flies. And we need to overcome these things or, um, and grow and that could happen. But in the meantime, I'm experiencing an entire season where I don't like this character. Right. Yeah. It's, it's hard because it, it feels that he was just sort of forgetting that the rest of the boys, I mean, we're just going to set aside Butcher also taking temporary V for just a minute here. The rest of the boys are also just people, and yet they don't walk around feeling powerless. They feel that they can do something. Now, are they frustrated? Do they want things to move quicker than the speed that they're able to do them? Are they, you know, wishing that they had tools to, you know, take the fight to the soups and make things more fair more often? obviously and that's what we're dealing with this season by the fact that they have access now to a tool that they feel can like level the playing field but the one of the nice things about butcher taking v is he isn't like walking around like i need this because i'm helpless like he's never felt that he's helpless he's 
he wants things to move quicker. He wants them to happen. Like he's itching to see obviously Homelander in the ground. But one of the nice things about his character is that he's never like walked around just being like, Oh, like I can't do anything. Cause he clearly yeah. thinks he can and he makes it happen. So yep. Huey, Huey could like take a beat <laughs> and think about the fact that like with the boys, he has accomplished a lot and just like chill out on the, I'm helpless and I lose all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's the other thing that's kind of made this show. It's diminished a little bit in a way is that this show is about a group of normal people managing to, you know, trying to call the superhero population, trying to deal with superhuman people. And um, now we have two of them plus Kimiko really. So three that were super powerful. Well, question mark. Right. Yeah. Kimiko the question but, mark now. Mm-hmm. So two two people at this point, yeah, that are um, super powered as well. So it kind of goes against the message of you know overcoming. It's it's no longer the David versus Goliath. It's not that kind of story anymore. The uphill battle of like the normal person against the god or whatever. It's we're yeah we're leveling the playing field. So it kind of goes against to me what the whole idea of the show is. Because you had to use such intelligence. Some of those best moments were when, because it is fascinating to see how normal people overcome the superheroes. You know, Giancarlo Esposito um, being the head honcho and like putting Homelander in his place was always fun to see. The way that, um, I don't remember her name now, but in the first season, the woman that he was obsessed with that was really running the oh company. Oh my God, the vice president, Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. the way she used that and manipulated him and like, like all that stuff is what humans, normal people have to use to have power over these superheroes. And now this season we're kind of saying, well, no, the power to have over these superheroes is just more power of superheroes because even the secret weapon isn't a weapon. It's another superhero. Right. So. It's still fun yeah. to, to see. It just is diminishing of the point of the show. Yeah, I get, I, I get what you're saying. Um, yeah, it's, it's hard because I, I definitely agree with the fact that like it's tough that there isn't a weapon that kills Homelander. It's Soldier Boy, though. I think his, his addition to the show is a very like, you know, holding a mirror up to Homelander and like kind of like checking himself and Homelander's always been so confident in his power. Like everybody's been afraid of his power. Like what does happen if there's a superhero out there who can take him? Yeah. Uh, so that's, that is at least an interesting piece. Um, I'm interested to see Homelander in the next episode because he did just get a beat down. Like, will that change him? Will we see him scared? Like what will happen? That'll be interesting. Uh, we've seen like, challenges to his personality but we've never seen challenges to his like superhero power so it's at least an interesting dynamic now coupled with the fact that you know we have huey and butcher also taking v and like leveling the playing field that being kind of the focus of the storyline and moving away from regular humans can affect change and solve problems and go up against uh soups um in a meaningful way 
I agree. I agree, especially because we have two members of the boys who this is happening to. If this was one member and all the rest of the boys were like gathered up to be like, listen, it's intervention time. You can't do this. Look at all we've done before. Like we can do it again. You don't need this. That would be a different story to me and probably a more compelling one. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it would probably, I don't know. It's hard for me to say like whether that should then be like Huey or if it should be Butcher because I don't feel like Butcher would need that talk. I think Huey would, but I also still think it would make him very annoying. So I don't need Huey being more annoying. Right. I don't know. I don't know. There's no good character to choose there, but I guess well, if you had to like pin me down, I thought the first instance of Butcher taking V was very interesting. Right. Yeah. I'm disappointed. Well, it's more interesting. For, use, but yeah, it's kind of more interesting for his character too, because he's the one that's so like all soups need to die. So I think well, that's kind of like all soups need to die. Right. So it's kind <laughs> he of like a... says it while he's drinking with Maeve, who just yeah. brought some more temporary beat. He's like, sorry, yeah. you got to die too. Bye. Like, I'm not going to do mm-hmm. it right now, but eventually you're, you got a number. Which is an interesting turn of events as well, because we now don't know where Maeve is. She may be dead. Right. I don't think she is, but maybe. And then um, it's, we don't have a, the, our heroes don't have a new source of V. Maeve was the source right. of V. So now the temporary right. V really is because when they run out, they run out. Right. So it puts Which the time on really, this. Really use it judiciously. And I wonder yeah. if that's caused friction being like, nope, we're going to save it for me to use because he yeah. really can't handle it. And then that's going to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, there. It's also. Like, what are the odds that Butcher, when he takes V and he gets his powers, that it's he can stand up against Homelander? Like, how yeah. many heroes are there? None of them, almost none of them. Like, the one is Soldier Boy. Everybody else is like, you don't stand a chance. Stormfront was very powerful, you know? Right. But even still, so like, there are potential competitors. But mostly no. So the fact that Butcher can go and then like Trey blows uh, with Homelander is surprising. And have like, you know, it's like he could have had any power, you know, and right. he just happens to be really strong. Well, it, and it, it begs the question, um, you know, how does temporary V work? Because both Butcher and Huey got stronger, clearly. Mm-hmm. I mean, Huey punches A-Train, and A-Train's like, how did you do that? That's crazy. So clearly they both got strength, but, like, why and how did Butcher also get crazy laser eyes, but Huey got teleporting by Mm -hmm. clenching his butt cheeks? Oh, my God, that detail. That that was actually really funny. Like, (laughs) oh. So unnecessary, but so great that he just was mm-hmm. like, oh, I just knew to instinctively clench my butt cheeks and go like, uh, <laughs> thank, thank you, writers. I needed that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, does, you know, do you get like a core, like, you know, 24 hour indestructibility and strength? And then it's just like a crapshoot on what else you get. Mm. And it does it like react to something inside you that makes, you know. Huey get the teleport and 
Butcher get the laser eyes or is it like, I don't know. That's why I figured like, it interacts sweet. with your own DNA. And like okay. you have like a Kiwi concentrated hard enough. Could he do laser eyes? If Butcher concentrated, could he teleport or is it? I mean, it's like X-Men, you know, you, you hit puberty and go through stress and you, you, if you have that gene in you, you, Sure. Your powers come out, and that power varies depending on who you are. You know, and I was sure. It's just I, interesting that's the way that I see it. Like yeah, it's just interesting that there's like a core similarity, and then like yeah. one thing that varies. And like, like you said, it's just you know, of course, Butcher happens to get. Hey, I also get laser eyes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, so I'm hoping for a because I enjoy this fight, but I'm hoping for a much bigger, crazier, eventual confrontation. Um, yeah, it was a it was a good first like things are happening like we're getting a team up on Homelander. He actually is very scared, but yeah, it's it's obviously not our epic finale. Mm -hmm. I I just would have liked, you know, like watching MMA now. A lot of times people kind of you know they and they just and everything do Dragon Ball too. That really kind of like sizes each other up a little bit. Like take a moment. Like I would have t liked a moment longer to breathe in this in this situation, and like appreciate the conflict that's about to happen and the uncertainty of who is stronger here. Homelander is supremely confident, but like his predecessor was Soldier Boy. Like to relish that. Instead, we kind of like got into it quick. They like stood in the pocket, traded blows, and we cut away really quick and had a conversation with uh i forget who it was if it was mm and butcher at that point or who the conversation was with yeah we um, rotated between mm and butcher and annie and huey yeah so it's just like in the background now this epic fight that's really that epic yet is going on i just i wanted more appreciation for that moment because i've kind of been waiting for a moment where someone that we think might stand a chance against homelander is there and yeah. yeah so um but yeah but it was it was fun nonetheless um renato asks asks if we uh, have read any of the comics and no we haven't um but like i said Sadly. i do have omnibus volume one on its way so yeah looking to fix that um let's see do, 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 do. Do we have anything else to say? We've covered a lot of the characters. It's kind of the big things to go over. Oh, yeah. Some of those things were funny. Again, again, we didn't, to me, need to have this like real world thing, but this is where it can pay off. Like with Soldier Boy talking about Bill Cosby. No. <laughs> like, <laughs> that was funny, but. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, he had uh, a couple, he had a couple of uh, real good, like, I don't have, you know, the current reference for this, where he's like, oh, yeah. Bill Cosby. And then he was like, ah, oh, you know who's cool? Liberty. She could she could party back in the day. And you were like, because Liberty, Liberty? Yeah, Stormfronts, Stormfronts. Oh, yeah. oh I didn't. Yeah, he was like, ah, oh, she could party. She was some fun. And everybody's like, <laughs> I don't know how to tell you this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, we did. We did have some good uh, uh, in world and out world, you know. Yep. references um i see the uh, your mention of the golem schmeagle moment that was good yes i like that lander just like giving himself a little weird pep talk and then is yeah it was very mm -hmm. this this uh 
these two episodes had a couple of different like references for me that was just like, ooh, this is very like this movie also, but it works here. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was one thing that worked. And I think this is what you're referencing um, because I think I noted it too. Um, I, Ashley's character, the character of Ashley in this is so awful. And I basically no. never liked yeah. her, but yeah. I did want to applaud. I really liked her little smackdown against a train that was good a yes. good moment for her yes so um yeah it was it was a good sort of establishment of her just you know again like a regular vanilla human just being like listen i'm gonna tell you some shit right and you're not automatically right um was a train right for wanting to do something about blue hawk hell yeah but also she's like, mm, you can't just like do the right thing when it's convenient for you and remember right. your own like follies, like living in a glass house probably shouldn't throw stones. So yeah, yep. that, that moment was, was really excellent. And I think these two episodes, I still hate a train, but I kind of, I'm enjoying his growth also. And I kind of like him, but sometimes he's still a douchebag. I don't know. He flips all <laughs> over the place. And I kind of like that. He's like a normal human that way. Like nobody just has good and bad, good or bad moments. Everybody has good moments, bad moments, moments where they're all full of righteous anger. And somebody's like, hey, remember your very human mistake that you made? And you're like, ooh, yeah. So I think that's part of like, the other thing is like, I want to like more of the heroes or at least enjoy watching them. And right now I enjoy watching Homelander and Soldier Boy. Maeve, but she wasn't in it much, you know? Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. I really enjoyed Maeve's journey. Um, I didn't love her weird, like, non-sobriety bloop and sex with Butcher. That was a pairing that just sort of was like, what? Yeah. I mean, I got it, but at the same time, I don't, I don't <laughs> like that for her, that she fell off the wagon. Right, me neither. And I don't, I don't really know that, like, them sleeping together was anything that i cared about do you know what i mean like yeah i would have been i would have been interested to see butcher sleep with like little nina because like that's weird and crazy and like they've got a weird energy this was definitely like we are colleagues working together there was no in previous episodes i caught no sexual tension at all so there was no build-up to this it just happened right not really loving it but uh, i do have in here i love mave just throwing caution to the wind when Homelander comes to speak to her. She kind of has like an Elena Tyrell moment where she's just like, okay, like if you, if you're here to kill me and like try to do something to me, I'm going to tell you exactly how I feel and how I felt. And this was me behind the scenes all along. So good for her on that moment. I mean, I feel like that's not, you know, truly her Olena Tyrell moment in the fact that I don't feel like she's dead, but I, I loved the speech and I loved the standing up to Homelander. Yep. So well, more then, Maeve, please. What's that? More Maeve, please, if she's mm, alive. Right. Yes. Um, and then I should definitely say um, I am happy with how this ended here because I think this is the right move by Starlight. Like this is the this is the power play mm-hmm. you need to do. Yeah. You take advantage of your 
of your following and you out everything online because yep. that's what gives you protection. You know, it's the secrecy and stuff like you can be taken out without, you know, without much of a thought by someone. But when you're out there talking about the dangers, revealing people and you have people's ear and trust, this is the right strategy, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was really getting sick of people telling Starlight, like, don't, don't test me. You can't win. You know, every time she tries to like use her powers and go up in a fight and mm. like Homelander's like, no. And then Victoria Newman was like, no. So I was like, I really need Starlight to do something. And this was, this was a power move I didn't see coming. Um, and I liked it. Yep. I thought, I thought she was going to really, I honestly, when she started, I thought she was having MM release the uh, flight footage. Oh. Um, I, th- I thought that's why. She doesn't have that, does she? Does she, she have that? She and Maeve, she and Maeve do. So I don't, I don't know okay. who exactly yeah. had it. You know what I mean? So yeah. I just, I thought that was the power move there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it turned out she was like live broadcasting. So yeah, yep. that was cool. That was very cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, just because, just because I have to round out my film references, hmm. uh, Butcher and Homelander going laser eyes to laser eyes was very like I've seen this before, like <laughs> Harry and Voldemort like dueling wands, and I, mean, um, I just Goku watched. I just watched Iron Man 2. It was on TV and I saw like Iron Man and War Machine do a little like, you know, power source to power source mm-hmm. to take out an enemy. So I was very like, oh boy, this is very tropey right now. <laughs> very, you almost have to, cliche. right? I mean, yeah, I mean, thing to, they were, like, they were gonna just right past each other. Right. Blast, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah. in a, in a weird way, it was very like, you know, penis measuring like i'll test my laser eyes against your laser eyes like mine are more power you know what i mean it was very like somehow very them and very childish but also you know reminded me of these other other kind of like i've never tried to test to see if my penis is more powerful than (laughs) well if it shoots Uh, lasers i mean you might want to try (laughs) oh yeah alan posts his gift I see your Schwartz is as big as mine. Yes. Baseballs, that's, that's amazing. Uh, yes. And, then, and that was very, that was very this scene. I mean, right. it, I knew it was coming, obviously. Um, and it felt right for Butcher to do because he's such a child like that. But yeah, yep. at the same time, I was also like, ah, I've seen this. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, um that's been the boys season three episode five and six i say next time be covering the final two episodes of the season so stick with us for that uh renato thank you for being in the chat and contributing much appreciated um otherwise that'll do from us that's popcast on the rocks episode 115 you should follow us on Instagram, not Instagram. Let's see, Facebook, Twitter, <laughs> YouTube. Um, take your favorite podcast directory, Spotify, Apple, whatever. Follow us, subscribe there. Please leave a review. Be much appreciated. Our theme song is written by Killing the Flower. You can find them on Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook, and um, Spotify. I don't think they're on Facebook. I'm getting them all mixed up. Go to the social <laughs> things. The socially things, you'll find us uh-huh. there. 
search our names. Yep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they will appear. Um, all right, Andrea, thanks mm. for joining me once again. Of course, as always, cheers. Water cheers. Mm-hmm. <laughs>